0: So wouldn't it have been great if you just went all in? If it was going to be that ramped up of a pomp and pageantry event that, like, that he would like take off his coat, spin around, and on his shirt would be like a the map of the new look of the district.
1: How about that?
0: Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano.
2: 612 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Tuesday morning. Are you doing the Midday Show again today? I am. One more day. The WTMJ new lineup launched on Monday. Eric was uh,
0: sitting with Jessica Ty yesterday for the mm-hmm. Wisconsin's Midday News. Yeah, the inaugural show. Greg Matsickle. Officially taken on on Wednesday when he's back. Okay, so I don't. we don't,
2: here on Wisconsin's Morning News, need to share you with the
0: afternoon for much longer? <laughs> no, Good. no. I said it's great. Jessica Tai, she's great. She had a great run yesterday, and I think she's going to be great for that show. Well, there's plenty to talk about,
2: and oh, to yeah. the point of one of the reasons that was behind trying to put more newsy content shows as opposed to talk shows in that spot was so much stuff developed during the day. Mm-hmm. And that was right in the wheelhouse of when that was happening for you to get the stuff on the maps right? and other oh, yeah. stories that were mm-hmm. still developing. So that's good. I know a lot of folks have opinions about the new lineup. I you ever listen to Jim Rome? Sure. Or Jim, he was like one of my favorites sportscaster and he used to Back do a show. I think still does, still does the jungle. And, If you know Jim Rome, he's a really abrasive personality. I liked it, but it was a different style of radio. And you really had to listen to the show to understand the terms and who people were and all this stuff. And so when Rome would start, it was a nationally syndicated show. So when he'd start in a new market, he would always start. He goes, I know you're wondering who is this devil in the box and when is he going back from wherever he came from? Like that was his (laughs) shit, you know, right? But his thing was always like, look, if you're new to the show, Do me a favor. Give the show two weeks. And if at the end of the show, or if at the end of the two weeks, you don't like it, give it another two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) So definitely want to hear from people. The WTMJ Talk and Text Line is open at 855-616-1620. I promise you folks here are listening and want to get people's feedback. Just do, do me this favor. Listen to the shows. Before you call up and have various feedback, give it a listen and and let us know what you think. Right. Happy to hear from you. And as far as this show goes, largely the same. Yeah. So just keep listening to this show if that's all, (laughs) if nothing else. (laughs) Please. 614 on Wisconsin's Morning News.
0: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Eric Bilstad and Vince Vetrano.
2: Hey, never mind the three burgers at 12. Milwaukee Admirals will go for win number 18 in a row when they hit the ice again later this week.
0: Here's Liam Foody one-on-one. Foody to the slot. Defender falls. Foody to the net. Scores! Liam Foody
2: scores! Dean Stewart fell, and Liam Foody pushes it between the legs of Delia at 6'43". AHL TV on the call. The ads won their 17th straight game, beating Manitoba, the Moose, 4-3 Monday afternoon. So that means run. 18 in a row is on the line for the Admirals Thursday afternoon. Again, an afternoon game in, well, I guess it's suburban Chicago. They play in Rosemont, the Chicago right. yep. Wolves. yep. So what are we going to get, E? You had Admiral's President John Greenberg yeah, I'm curious on Wisconsin's on. midday news. That's one thing
1: I will not do from a superstition <laughs> perspective is say, well, geez, if we win two more, we're going to get this. So yeah, yeah. it'll just get announced after it happens. And uh, if it is what it's going to be, uh, what I'm hearing it may be, I think it'll be fun. So what yeah. are we gonna get? I we're gonna know. get
0: something? He, he, he said we'd get something for the streak. He's very ambiguous about it. <laughs> Come on, Greeny. Yeah, I didn't want to give up much.
2: But we're hey, at least something. we'll get something. Yeah, 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 some free stuff is on the line mm-hmm. here. Right? Yeah. So we're already in gravy territory. Brewers have their first full squad spring training workout today at American Family Fields of Phoenix. Put away the snow plowing. Come on out. <laughs> first spring training game is on the air here. WTMJ two game two PM pregame show with the two thirty first pitch Saturday. Veteran outfielder Christian Yelich in camp. A lot of change in this offseason, right? Including a new manager.
0: I definitely think we're gonna be a competitive team this year. You know, we, even when we've been good the last few years, like no one ever picks
3: us to be good. Yeah, you know, just because you know,
0: we're the brewers and <laughs> it is what it is. But. It is what it is. No right. one ever picks us anyway. Fine. So fine, that's fine. Whatever, read what you want, but it is what it is. I like that take from Yelly. Hey parents, if your kids play too many video games, it's okay. It's okay because William Byron the new Daytona 500 winner he won last night in the Daytona 500 which was postponed day because of rain in Florida he started that way the guy who won the Daytona 500 he started and honed his skills Playing on the computer.
2: I can't believe it man. It's uh this is incredible. I I had a much different background than you know anybody in the sport growing up racing on iRacing on the computer.
0: (laughs) So that's how he honed his skills, started playing on video games when he was a kid, finally got into a car. At a tween, like twelve or thirteen, and then here, fifteen years later, now he's winning the Daytona. That's crazy
2: because that is late for some of these yeah. guys who oh, go on to yeah. become professional drivers. You know our friends at Johnson and Sons mm-hmm. Paving; they've got one of the one of the young one of the young Johnsons is really into like that. I, I don't. I wouldn't wouldn't call it go karts, but you know, like for younger people, that yeah. kind of racing. And so, like that's usually how
0: you come up, right? In this sport? absolutely. And at a very young age, it also proves how realistic those computer games can be. <laughs> so go ahead, leave him in the basement. <laughs> 619 on
2: Wisconsin's morning news. Friend of the program, Callie Herbst on the Tri County Contracting Hotline this morning, founder of Milwaukee with Kids, MKE with Kids.com. Morning, Callie.
3: Good morning. How are you
2: doing? We're awesome. I, did, did you hear Eric's story about the uh the video game kid who just won the Daytona five hundred? <laughs> Important no, lesson No, I did not. Important lesson for parents. If if they're super into video games, it might be
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> this one time right. it worked out.
3: Okay, well this I don't think I'm gonna pass on this story to my twelve year old, but yeah, I'll, don't I'll smart. look into it.
2: Hey, I, you had something up on the website that's really interesting to me. I had not heard of this store, but I've got a Lego kid, and I was a Lego kid myself. New store opening in the area called Bricks and Minifigs. So it's not the Lego-branded Lego store, but obviously they're into Legos over there.
3: Yeah, absolutely. There's actually 100 stores apparently across North America. It, it, now they're coming to the Milwaukee area. There it actually is one already in Franklin, I believe. And then there'll be another one opening in April In Fox Point. So it's this, like you said, it's not a Lego store per se, but it's a Lego store. You know, you go, you can buy, sell, trade. They have, you know, bricks in bulk. They've got the minifigures. And it's just kind of a Lego loving community. So it's pretty exciting, like you said, for Lego lovers.
2: You said trade so you can bring in stuff or because I know some sets are hard to find or things like that. Is that what we're talking about?
3: Yeah, that's that's what my understanding of it. And again, they, they, I've never actually walked into one of these. They're just now opening in our area, but but certainly the verbiage that they're using is that you can buy, sell, and trade. Um, and they'll also there's a store already in Kenosha, one in Madison, and then there's one that's supposed to be opening in Brookfield.
0: I don't know what it is, Kelly, with the uh, Titanic. I have to admit, I've been fully amazed by this sunken ship ever since they found the thing. I just thought that was so cool that they found this thing in the Northern Atlantic. And ever since then, there's always been these exhibits and whatnot. There's been some here locally, too, that I've gone to. But this one in Skokie, Illinois, this is unprecedented what they're doing down there when it comes to the Titanic.
3: I know. It looks absolutely incredible. It's actually, so it's at the Old Orchard Mall in Skokie in what, what used to be Bloomingdale. So it's got this huge space. And they're putting what's called Titanic the Exhibition in there. So it's a recreation of the grand staircase, of the first-class suites, the third-class cabins. There's a discovery gallery where you're, it seems like you're walking above the ocean floor, above the wreckage. And then what's really cool is they have actual artifacts from the Titanic and um, costumes and props from the movie, which is so cool. So, yeah, it looks great. I mean, it's uh, just a drive away for us.
2: Have you had luck with kids like connecting them to that? I remember that being a part of my childhood, and uh, my son was super into Titanic for a while. I think it's just uh, you have to present it to him as a story, right?
3: Yes. In fact, we just in the last year or so sat down and watched the movie with our kids. For my and we've got like eight to twelve year olds. For my eight year old, when everybody started like dying at the end, we had to. She was upset and she had to leave the room or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, but in general, <laughs> but in general, they they loved it. Um, so I think it's fantastic for all ages. Hey,
2: speaking of movies, you had something up on the website as well, and we're talking with Callie Herbst, uh, MKEwithKids dot com. The Rosebud Cinema in Wauwatosa, near and dear to my heart. I remember as a kid going to the double feature for a buck. And there was one summer where it was summer school. And (laughs) here we go. (laughs) And what was the other one? Crocodile Dundee was the double feature all summer, (laughs) but it's open and it looks really different inside.
3: That is so cool. Yeah. Well, it was originally built in 1931. So this is truly a historic theater in the area. It closed during COVID. And so it's the last of these local theaters to reopen. And they're doing a two week run of Madam Webb. Um, as kind of their grand opening celebration, and it's just great to see these theaters back open. You know, I mean, after after a tough time for them.
0: Mark Harmon, yeah, and Paul Hogan. Am I right? Was he the guy? Yeah, in- yeah. Crocodile Dundee. Right. That's not a knife.
3: Thank you.
0: Thank
2: you. The founder of Milwaukee <laughs> with Kids, Kelly Hertz, with us this morning. Thanks, Callie. Thanks, Callie. Thanks. Bye-bye. Good stuff up on the website. Website is mkewithkids.com. Brewer Spring Training opens today for the full squad. We've got that in sports coming up at 645.
0: An old audio format is seeing some new sales. I feel like I hear this story every once in a while, but cassette tapes are still around, and there are two specific entities that are fueling the comeback. 29% of all cassette album sales sold last year, in 2023, were because of these two entities.
3: All three of them that got sold?
0: <laughs> <laughs> great, the Numbers great. may not be huge. <laughs> One of them was Guardians of the Galaxies. Guardians of the Galaxies, uh, he plays cassette Okay, tapes yeah, that, I and see and that. There's yeah, a lot yeah. of old, so that cool made him cool again. retro huh? music and whatnot. The other is, well, of course, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Is she putting like new putting stuff out on cassette? Out? Yeah. Girl! So between Swifty and Guardians, 29% of the sales fueling it, a big bump. So yeah, so there you go. Cassettes coming back thanks to Taylor and thanks to Marvel movies.
2: I put together a story on this a couple of years ago at TMJ4, and we talked with a local record shop that was, yes, uh, confirming, yeah, we're seeing more people come in here and buying cassettes. And yeah. I'm like, what's the deal? And he's like, well, some of it's just nostalgia. But he also had a really practical reason. Practical reason being, who's in there buying cassettes? Young people, teens and whatnot. Right, right. Okay? What kind of cars do they drive? Ooh, they have cassette players. Some of them don't cars. have, like, Bluetooth, audio, right, whatever, yeah. connect the thing. There's no You're way, right. whatever. Like, so they get some car from tw- 2006, Great 2008. Point. It's got a cassette deck in there. They want to listen to music. 638 on Wisconsin's Morning News. On the map, on the map, on the map, on the map. Map from Dora.
0: Yep. Yep. Okay, yep we yep. signed the map. Very good. Yep. And it was officially signed. We speculated yesterday that this could happen. We had educated estimates that it would happen in the day or two to follow, and here we are. What a Monday morning. <laughs> Governor Evers signing the legislative maps into law. These are the ones that were passed by the Senate and Assembly Republicans the week before. Thinking this was the best shot they had because they tried to tweak the
2: maps. They tried to do something different. They figured whatever we're going to get at the state Supreme Court, that's going to be worse. So we'll take
0: this. Right. I think Senator Van Weingart said we'd rather be stabbed than poisoned and killed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's a new day in Wisconsin. So here's my favorite part. There was some concern, because Democrats, a lot of them didn't vote for this. In fact, we asked uh, Senator Larson about it yesterday. He was on Midday News, and he said, yeah, I didn't vote for it. I'm hoping this all works out. There's no shenanigans. But a lot of senators and assemblymen on the Republican side weren't interested. However, you wouldn't know that by the celebration yesterday. People, state, and country should come before politics and party, or at least they always have and always will be for me. (laughs)
2: Uh, what a, what a who's, the, who's the hooting in
0: there? I, I love it. Listen to this one. Today, Wisconsinites, I'm enacting fair maps for the great state of Wisconsin. <laughs> go. Did I hear a let's go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> woo, woo. yeah, it gets even better than that. Listen to this These one. These maps reflect the will of the people. Thank you. Yes. Let's ride. Yeah. <laughs> so, wouldn't it have been great? If you just went all in, if it was going to be that ramped up of a pomp and pageantry event that, like, that he would like take off his coat, spin around, and on his shirt would be like a the map of the new look of the district. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. Then he's dancing around, he's doing the splits. It wasn't far away from that. <laughs> Cartographers everywhere
2: celebrating. <laughs> coming out, spinning their globes. I, yeah, we can, we can, mean, we, can, we, can,
0: we can. I mean, they're dancers. <laughs> Okay, well, if it wasn't that, maybe this. Holy macro folks! <laughs> yeah, <they're, laughs> other senators are doing the worm as they come in. They're flipping around all these maps in the air. He's popping his shoulder. Right? You think so? No. Only
2: one question remaining on the actual newsy side of this is: I guess they've asked the U.S. or the State Supreme Court for clarification on Correct. when the new maps take effect. Wouldn't affect a whole much, uh, a whole lot of races before the fall. I think there, if it goes to a recall, I think uh, Assembly Speaker Voss is facing a recall effort. It would right. affect that if mm-hmm. these were mm-hmm. enacted in spring. And then uh, Senator Le- State Senator Lena Taylor uh, has vacated her seat because she took the judgeship here in Milwaukee. So might be a couple of races there. So they've asked for clarification on when they take yeah, effect. And
0: if and when we get that clarification unknown at the moment. We fix the damn roll. <laughs>
2: 645 Sports Next on Wisconsin's Morning News.
0: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Eric Bilstad and Vince Petrano.
2: Brewers had their first full squad workout at spring training. Today, American Family Fields of Phoenix. Can you that first game is Saturday already? Can't wait. You're gonna we're ramp going. up in a hurry over mm-hmm. there. It's a two thirty first pitch Saturday, two p.m. broadcast time right here on your home of the Brewers, six twenty WTMJ. You like brunch? Yeah, they'll probably have some of those out there. New manager feels like a, it feels like a thousand years ago, doesn't it? With the Craig Council, he's gone. No, Pat Murphy's going to take Good. over. All that, but. Longtime bench coach for the Milwaukee Brewers is now in the manager's chair. Veteran outfielder Christian Yelich now acknowledging that makes this transition a bit easier.
0: You know he's been around this group for for years, and um, the transition will be a lot easier in that sense of we already know him, um, he knows us. You know, the spring training routines are the same. The day to day during the season is the same, and you know I think that's that's important.
2: Again, the Brewers in action Saturday. For that first spring training game, we have it here for you in the afternoon on WTMJ. The Unionist film, feature-length documentary on Buck superstar Giannis Antetokounmpo, dropped Monday on Prime Video we here at WTMJ hosted a couple of screenings. We had them in the Milwaukee area. If
0: there's some stars to give, I'll give it five stars. Five stars. No kidding. Universally
2: <laughs> oh, rave reviews. Everything great. that I've been reading online, Eric, and looking at some of the folks who went to our screenings. The film, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. It's available now on Prime Video. On the NBA player, the Milwaukee Bucks select
1: Giannis. I take the Athens, Greece.
2: WTMJ's Jason Smith was there, our guy, talking with folks after the screening at one of the Marcus Theaters who had it yesterday.
3: It should teach other people the importance
0: of family, because a lot of people lose that. And just the determination, his drive. And then when he made his own family,
3: it, it was just amazing.
2: A lot of folks saying they were inspired by it, awesome. learned
0: things they didn't know
2: about Giannis as well. And our interview with the director of the film, Kristen Lapis, is on our podcast page for Wisconsin's Morning News. Text Vince to eight five five six one six one six twenty five-six one six-1620 to the WTMJ Talk and Text Line. And I'll have Greg Pancake Hill, producer of the program, send you the link. We've got Lori Nickel from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel joining us next. Keep- Coming up on 653 this Tuesday morning. You know, the Winter Olympic Games are not staged again until 2026.
0: Every four years,
2: right? Yeah, be Northern Italy for these games. Summer games in Paris this year. With how well our young superstar speed skater from Washington County is doing right now, kinda wish it were reversed. It'd <laughs> be a really good time. Friend of the program, two time sports writer of the year for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel Lori Nickel with us this morning. Lori, our guy Jordan Stoltz from Kewaskum just owned the podium again at another world competition.
1: Yeah, and this was a really big one. It's different than the World Cup circuit series where you kind of race every other weekend. This is the single distance championships, and it was in Calgary, and it's just like the Olympic format. And what's really unique is that he defended his title in the 500, the 1,000, and the 1,500 meter. And these are all sprint distances, although they're very, you know, they're very challenging. And he won them last year as an 18-year-old and shocked the world. And then he actually defended those titles and won them again this year. Nobody has ever done this before. Now, this event wasn't around back in the Eric Heiden days, but still, it is really incredible and impressive.
2: So Jordan's just 19 years old, Lori. I wonder, you know, you can't control how things time out for when the Olympic games are in your athletic cycle. I I wonder, like, if things were just a little bit different, if this year or maybe even next were the Olympics, would he have a better shot at more medals, just given where he is and how he's
0: peaking? Pulling the Michael Phelps, as it were.
1: Yeah, I asked his coach and his dad about that, too. You know, what's interesting is, you know, I think he's so prepared to do something else this year. He's not even focused necessarily on these sprints. He's going for something called the all-around the World All-Around, and that's in three weeks in Germany, where he will try to do distance events as well as sprints. So the funny thing is is he hasn't even really been super hyper-concentrating on these sprints events. He's been doing this cross-training, and, and it's a very prestigious thing that he's going for, this World All-Around title. And they don't happen in the Olympic year. That's how big it is. I think there's still a lot of room for him, though, to get better. He certainly feels that way, which is incredible. And, you know, trying to figure out the peak age or the peak point for him, I've really never covered an athlete like this before. He's so disciplined. He's so focused. So I wouldn't say, like, this is his time now, necessarily. um, But I don't really know. And I'm not sure that he really knows. But he's on fire right now. And that's something to kind of celebrate right
0: now. Okay, that's cool to know because I always wondered about that, Laurie, with like uh, gymnasts especially. It seems like there's certain ones, obviously you have Simone Biles, but others it's, you know, you're, if you age just right and you're at the peak performance during the Olympic year, otherwise you're not even thought of, and that goes with some other competitions as well. I, it's nice to know that he still might be around. Not that it's all about the Olympics, but just nice to know right. that if, there, if he were, then nationally and internationally he'd be renowned
3: for
1: sure, and I mean, he'll be 22 or 21 years old when he's in Italy. That's still very young. Okay, I mean, all right,
2: perfect. That's um, true.
1: Yeah, these speed skaters, um, these speed skaters can really win a lot. Get their hardware, their Olympic hardware, in their early to mid to late 20s. There's not, it's not as strict as something like gymnastics for for women. And um, you know, but it's the thing is, his range is so massive too. His best race is probably the 1000. But he's doing really well at the longer distances too. So maybe like Brittany Bowe has changed the the female um, Olympics uh, speed skater. She's changed her distances and things like that too. You know, there's there's plenty of room for him. He but he's so focused and so disciplined. I mean, this guy can take naps in between competitions. He's just so locked <laughs> awesome. in to what he's doing. I've never covered anybody like that who can. He's just locked in with what with what he's doing. So. I, we, we have not even seen this ceiling with him at all, not even the beginning of it.
2: Special time for us and hopefully part of a revival for U.S. speed skating. Laurie Nickel, two-time sports writer of the year for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Thanks, Lori.
1: Thanks so much, guys.